everybody to another episode of Small Council Radio, where we talk about just about everything uh, related to the Simon miniature game, uh, A Song of Ice and Fire. So tonight we will be talking about the uh, bonus 2021 spoilers a little bit, but mostly we're going to be discussing community building and positivity. Uh, just felt like this was a good topic to have uh, after seeing a lot of the kind of doom posts on Facebook. I know some of our listeners don't really pay attention to that stuff, and maybe it doesn't phase some people, but I know it can kind of bring the vibe down of the whole game uh, when that happens, uh, when you see stuff like that. Um, You know, everyone's kind of different in the way that they react to it. Some people don't care. They shrug it off. Some people um, get mad at it. Some people agree with it. Um, You know, maybe people see it, and that is what kind of triggers them to kind of go into a downward spiral of um, just kind of being fed up with something that they read in the post. Uh, And this isn't to dunk on uh, any of the people that did make those posts. Um, I understand their frustration. Uh, I was kind of at that point myself where I was starting to really get frustrated, but trying to remain, you know, positive and hopeful. So, uh, yeah, that's just kind of what this episode's going to revolve around. Uh, tonight I have with us, uh, Craig, thank you so much for coming on. And then, um, we have, uh, I believe Justin going to be on soon. I think he has something uh, going on at the moment. Um, but, yeah, so uh, to kind of start us off, you know, the post on Facebook is kind of what brought this topic to mind. I just wanted to shed light on it and that, you know, I wanted to, you know, let people know out there that there's be – Uh, hopeful for, you know, a lot to really, um, you know, be excited for. And uh, to, I guess what I'm trying to get at is, you know, someone uh, I saw make a comment, and I thought it was a perfect example, is that uh, I think, you know, Simon giving us all the leaks as early as they did is what kind of triggered this whole kind of downward cycle because in any other game where you know a new addition or a big change is on the horizon I've never seen another community just drop you know the current addition in anticipation for the next one Uh, for example uh, playing 8th edition 40k knowing that 9th is on the horizon I never really knew many people to just drop 8th edition and wait, you know, and and almost refuse to play until 9th edition came out. You know, and that's true for other games. And I, I know that's not always the case, but it's something that I wanted to kind of just, it was a comment that I saw somewhere, and I thought it, it made perfect sense and something I never really thought of before. And I think that kind of just leads to the fact that CMON started giving us so many tidbits so early that, uh, you know, people just got so excited for the new stuff that that's all they wanted. So I feel like CMON had really good intentions, uh, you know, showing us all that stuff. But I think, uh, you know, it was just 
a double-edged sword in the sense that, you know, if it wasn't uh, coming out anytime soon, people just got this expectation that it was going to, you know, it was right around the corner. Um, and I know they kind of gave us outlines of when everything would be out, and it seems like CMON's fairly on track with uh, releasing their card packs by uh, end of second quarter or sometime in the second quarter, but uh, we'll see uh, how that pans out. Um, but yeah, uh, Craig, uh, uh, how about you? How, how have you kind of felt about uh, the posts that you've seen on uh, Facebook and all that uh, stuff going on? Well, I, I think it speaks to two things. Uh, one is that there is a lot of excitement for the game, so much so that everyone's so excited for the new edition, they just can't wait for it to come out. And then when the well, what was perceived as delays, um, it was never really told to us when they would actually drop the new edition, but seemed like it's taken a long time. So everyone got themselves so excited that now they've kind of shut down. Well, I don't want to play Like you said, you know, it, they abandoned the old edition uh, in a lot of cases, just waiting for the new one. I've seen that locally where, well, I'll just wait till the new edition comes out. And then it didn't come out, and it didn't come out. And then everyone's like, well, they're just not going to drop it. And then they just kind of went off to those things. It's like, guys, <laughs> they never said when it was going to come out. Um, but it's also a good sign in that people are obviously excited about it. And so I'm really hoping that now that it is going to come out in two days' time, I believe, or one day, that the, everyone will just kind of forget their frustrations and be excited to play the game again. They'll get the excitement back that they had when they first saw the leaks. I shouldn't say leaks, I should say articles. Or spoilers, yeah. Yeah. I got what you're saying. Um yeah, and that makes sense. You know, it it's uh it just comes down to, you know, the community's so passionate. They're so excited for you know, 2021 uh, update, and they just, you know, they're they're ready for it to drop. You know, they they've been waiting a while, uh, and like I said, I think it a lot of it just has to do with Simon uh, showing us all of it or a lot of it for so long now that people are just ready. They want the new stuff. Um, whereas, let's say they just decided not to say anything until two months ago, and two months ago is when they started to reveal things, and they just dropped them um, faction by faction over the course of one one every week. Uh, I don't think uh, there'd be a lot of people really complaining about anything other than maybe not being able to get some product in. But I think, uh, you know, the the whole thing with the you know, product not really getting to where it needs to go is a whole nother, another discussion um, is a little more complicated of a, of a discussion because you never really know what's going on behind the scenes. And a lot of that doesn't have to do with CMON. Um, once, you know, at, at a certain point, it's not really, I think, up to them. And it's a, a lot of that is out of their control. Um, but I do actually have a caller um, that called in uh and he is someone that you've probably seen on Facebook uh, here and there. Uh, posts, you know, I would say from what I've seen, above average, uh, if not quite a bit. Um, we have with us Cyrus Moore. Thank you so much for coming on. Gentlemen, how the hell are you? Pretty good. 
No, that's good. And what a difference a random Internet post on a Wednesday makes. I mean, it seems like <laughs> for the last several weeks we've been at each other's throats a little bit over this, and then all of a sudden everybody's back excited again and we're ready to get this game going again. I got to tell you what, it really kind of lifts a little bit of a burden that I didn't even realize that I had kind of in this game, just seeing the negativity and seeing everybody's frustration. And now, you know, it seems like we're we're starting to get out of the woods, and it's just so exciting to see. Uh, for me, uh, Song is actually my second miniature game that I've ever played. I got into Armada three years ago, and... I played that for a while and I loved it and I bought everything and I dove in head first. And then I saw song around when I think it was 1.4 when panic changed, uh, from the, uh, from the original version to, uh, the, uh, D three plus one version. That's when I actually got into song and I absolutely loved it. And I dove in head first again and I bought everything. I actually moved away from Armada to song. So this is kind of my first experience with this kind of game negativity that we saw there for a couple of weeks. Uh, and it was, it was pretty rough as you guys know. I mean, even Brett, he, he kind of got fed up with it too. Uh, so I'm just so glad with today's release that we can finally put all this behind us and be able to move, move forward. Yeah, I agree. And the funny thing is we are talking about this. I'm actually cutting out, the factions as we speak. I think I'm done with uh, like four of them. <laughs> and that's a good point you bring up about Brett. Um, Brett uh, definitely, you know, he got a little frustrated and I don't blame him. Um, I agree. Uh, it, he wrote a lot. So, uh, you know, uh, from what I can remember, I agree with everything he said. Um, and, you know, it's, I see both sides of the coin. Um, you know, the people that made the posts that, you know, they're just fed up with everything going on. I feel that frustration. Uh, I think where I disagree with the post is just posting about it. Um, like maybe posting or like doing like a private chat with someone to kind of vent your frustrations or something like that, but just a public post. I feel like it's not very constructive. Um, it, it doesn't, really uh, help solve anything, I feel like. And that's, I guess, my only gripe with with it. Yeah, you're, you're probably right there. I mean, sometimes you kind of want to look for somebody, you know, like-minded as you and that shares your frustration. Maybe you can balance your frustration back and forth. But a lot of people that don't want to be around that negativity don't want to see that type of stuff. They don't want to be a part of it. They don't want it to bring down their experience. So some people just have to be more mindful about that, about other people's experiences. Well, when you're doing that public posting, like you're saying, everybody sees, not just the people that are like-minded, just like you that are frustrated. Because maybe, that, maybe they're not. Like, like I said, for me, I haven't been through the same type of negativity that a lot of other miniatures game players have with their games having rough patches and, they're worried that maybe this rough patch that we're experiencing with song might be mirroring some other games that have happened in the past. And they kind of bring that baggage in with them into song. Uh, I don't have that. So I didn't really experience those super lows that a lot of other players were. 
but I could still feel it. Like, this was like a perfect storm of a bunch of different things that were happening all for this game that had just been out for a couple of years. And then you got the pandemic, and you got you know, uh, distribution problems, and then you know, we can't actually get out and play the games on the miniature or in person. And it was just this huge storm that that all coalesced and just turned into a bunch of negativity for us. That's actually a really good point. You bring up the pandemic and everything else. Um, everyone has a lot of stuff going on outside of gaming right now due to the pandemic and other things going on in the world. And because of that, you know, gaming is, is at least for me, it's my escape. And so when something goes wrong or at least feels like it's going wrong to where I don't get to the game like I wanted to or, you know, something's not right in the gaming world, whatever – then that frustration from the real world boils over into that as well. So we might be seeing some of that uh, as far as why we have so much extra frustration. And uh, before um, I forget to, you know, mention it, Justin uh, uh, was able to get on. Uh, thank you so much for being on, Justin. Uh, so how how are you kind of feeling about the whole uh, topic? Um, from what I just kind of listened to, kind of similar. I mean, I'm I'm frustrated not because I think I'm just frustrated like that. It not that it's taken a while. I'm okay with things taking a while. I just thought it was announced so early. Um, I'm generally okay with waiting, but that's just kind of who I am. I'm a big like video game player, and I've had to deal with a lot of things being released before they're ready. So I've always been a big proponent of if something's not ready, take your time. But uh, the wait after the announcement is the worst, I guess, and a lack of communication. <laughs> yeah, and I don't want to say lack of communication, but just like just letting people like simmer on it is a bad idea generally, because then this happens. <laughs> I think this is just people simmering and getting upset about things, but uh, I think things coming out Friday is really exciting. I was really excited to read all the things when they first started being posted. And now I'm just kind of in a limbo of here I am. <laughs> and for those that I are listening that the, didn't uh, see it yet. Sorry, go ahead. I think one of the things that made this like visions of the flame season even worse was how big this update was. Cause we've had visions of the flame seasons in the past where we've had, you know, a month or two of here's what you can expect from the next update. And those were just, you know, a handful of units that were getting revamped or maybe a rules change. But this update was so big and completely changing the game that keeping that same format of trickling it in and trickling it in just didn't work as well as it had in the past. Yeah, I agree. It, I mean, I... I kind of understand those that uh, want to call this a 2.0 uh, with the amount of changes. I mean, it's kind of like a 2.0, but I also understand why it isn't a 2.0, and that's because the actual physical rules of, like, the rule book has barely changed, and so it doesn't necessarily warrant the title, like, 2.0. Um, I am a little perplexed on why they called it 2021 uh, if they don't plan I mean I guess if they plan to change it by 2022 
or something and just call it by its year and oh God, I something hope like that. But <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, I think uh, 1.7 would have made more sense, but I don't know. That's just uh, semantics at that point. Um, but uh, for those that are listening, I want to just point out that if you have not seen it yet, they did uh, post an article releasing all the tactics cards for all the factions and all the commanders. So if you haven't already seen that, definitely go check it out. It's all available for free on CMON's website, and you can. Uh, it's also in printable form. Uh, so no longer do you have to like go find the you know the secret leaked uh, article floating around, you know, I mean, units are still on that, but I'm, from what they said, they're going to reveal the rest of it Friday. So, um, you know, by the weekend, if you guys are playing, you know, you'll have everything you need to kind of start playing 1.7, all for free, mind you. So those that are kind of, you know, worried about the cost of buying card packs, um, if you really don't have the money or don't want to spend the money, it's, it's like going to all going to be free and, you know, I'm sure soon after that they're going to have it all released on the War Council app. Um, so before, uh, you know, because I don't know how much time you have, uh, Cyrus, if you wanted to do your plug mm-hmm. real quick and then just whenever after that uh, that you need to take off, you can. Uh, I know you have uh, yeah, sure. a demo table uh, thing. Yep, yep. So uh, uh, May 30th, at Tabletop Game and Hobby in Overland Park, Kansas. Uh, we're doing a miniature palooza where we're getting a bunch of miniatures game and uh, together and, and demoing. Uh, I, I think they have 15 different miniatures games that they're demoing, and I got chosen to run the song table, which I'm super excited for. Uh, this is kind of the first time we've had to, you know, kind of take point on anything like this, so... Um, I'm hoping to hook as many people as I can. This kind of feeds into your topic for today of, of positivity and, and getting new players into the game. I'm hoping to get as many as I can. Uh, and I'm, I'm thinking about this. I'm kind of stuck because I don't want to print off the 1.7 2021 cards and have the new players use these because, hey, here's your piece of paper. This is your tactics deck. So I'm probably going to uh, use 1.6 rules, even though this is going to be May 30th. So, uh, but I'm still super excited about it. Yeah, and I mean, unless you're playing like on a super competitive level, one point there's nothing wrong with one point six. Um, I mean, mm-hmm. I guess you know you can make the argument dragons and mammoths, yes, um, but I mean they're just now starting to come out. Uh, but if you're talking super casual, especially newer players, there's nothing wrong with one point six. Um, you know, and playing that way. So I definitely can't fault you for that. I I actually would say that that's actually a smart idea to kind of just leave out 1.7 <laughs> um, because by the yeah. time they might, like, jump into the game and actually fully get into it, the card packs are going to be out. Um, you know, because yeah. they'll, you know, after they play the demo, they might be like, you know what, I want to go buy a starter, buy a starter, but then, you know, they're only going to get so many games in before the card pack come out. Um, and you can always make them aware of that too. You know, you'd be like, Hey, uh, you know, they will be coming out with new cards. They're only like 20 bucks. So, um, which will be nice and, you know, won't scare them away. Be like, Oh man, I'm going to have to buy the starter and then spend like, you know, a hundred dollars on books. Like, <laughs> like another uh, <laughs> game might be, you know, 
I know some people are used to that. I know I'm kind of used to that, but newer players, it's kind of 50-50 whether or not something like that can scare them off. Uh, but, but yeah, definitely uh, if anyone's in the area or even close, you know, definitely go check that out. Um, and you said, well, where was it again? It is Tabletop Game and Hobby in Overland Park, Kansas. It's in the afternoon, so about 11 to 5-ish. Um, and yeah, it's gonna be good. And on the on the nice. topic of, uh, of the of, of the uh, which version do you play? It's it's been a common refrain for me on Facebook when I see a newer player asking what version of the game that they should play. One point six, or do I try to do this one point seven thing? And I try to always tell them that it, and especially in casual games, it really doesn't matter what version you play as long as you and your opponent agree. You could play one point cards printed out of the box if you really want to. It's just about getting that game on the table and having fun. And that's what I'm going to tell these new players as well. If they don't want to bother with all this the new reprinted stuff, just play with what you got and have fun. Yep. And yeah, and that's the most important thing, just making sure that uh, whatever you're doing, everyone is, you know, agreeing on it. Everyone's having fun. There's no, um, you know, no one is uh, against maybe using something, um, and everyone's on the same page. Uh, so back to kind of talking about positivity, I know something like that, uh, is not always easy for everyone. Uh, you know, some people are, um, optimistic like myself, uh, some are pessimistic and, you know, all different shades of the rainbow and it just comes easier for some. Uh, I, have almost always been uh, optimistic. So I think me speaking on it, it's a little easier, and I understand that, uh, you know, I might say that it's easy or it might seem easy to me, but I know it's not always easy for everyone else listening. Um, All I can say is that, uh, you know, eventually uh, it will be here. Uh, I know that's... It's hard to say because it's it's hard to wait, you know, especially for something you're super excited about, uh, especially when you compound all the different things that we've talked about between, you know, the pandemic, uh, stores not being open, the not being able to get your product or play games or, you know, not having all the new rules. Uh, I think this, uh, as you had mentioned, uh, Cyrus, has just been like a perfect storm of things all compiled that has just made, you know, their wits end. Uh, and, you know, making some of the posts, you know, kind of like the doom posts as they've been referred to as, you know, I think the most dangerous part about them is there's a lot of people that are, they're right on that, um, you know, they're right on that edge where one little extra thing and now they're going to be on a downward spiral before, you know, they're like just kind of frustrated and, you know, just barely getting by being able to be optimistic and, you know, something, something like that can just send them on a downward spiral to just, you know, not wanting to play the game anymore. Um, You know, and I guess the perfect way to put it is all the people making these posts, I can tell by the way they talk they're very passionate about this game. You know, these people making these posts aren't people that don't care about the game, that that don't, you know, that 
uh, like hate it or want to see it fail. They're they're passionate, but I guess that where is where it lends to the fact that their post I feel like can only bring people that are on the edge out of the game, which could only in the end hurt you know the overall you know I guess attendance uh, for lack of a better term of you know the game itself. So remaining positive is super important. Uh, I know my gaming group uh, in particular, you know, even though we're kind of at a lull, and we did have a tournament um, not too long, I think like two months ago or so, that we had nine people, which with everything going on is actually a pretty high number. Um, but I, I make sure that uh, you know, I'm always available for pickup games. I'm always there for the tournaments. Um, I sort of run them. I like, I don't judge, I don't really judge them, but I, I get them together. I bring, I have like seven, uh, mats and I bring a bunch of the mats so that we all have like nice mats to play on. And I try to provide, not only does our store provide awesome price support, but I try to provide my own. But what I'm getting at is that I try to, you know, show everyone that, the game isn't going to go anywhere as long as the people don't go anywhere. As long as you're willing to kind of just stick it out and just stay strong and positive about everything, you know, eventually the the storm will pass and, you know, distribution will be back to at least hopefully semi-normal. Um, things will start opening up and, uh, you know, you'll be able to play 2021 and it's full, you know, all of uh, it, its completeness. Uh, yeah. Uh, Craig, how about you? I'll let Justin start this one off. Okay. Justin um, has passed the torch to you. <laughs> torch. I oh, know. I don't know if I'm ready for this. Can you repeat the question <laughs> one more time? <laughs> Final mistake. Uh, if... <laughs> If you left uh, the train station at 50 miles per hour... Well, a fly <laughs> is relative to its... <laughs> <laughs> um, just talking about kind of like positivity and just how, you know, keeping a positive attitude goes a long way in helping keep the community strong and, you know, present in the game. So one thing I guess I always do for miniatures just like out of habit um when new when there's new rules or any 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 new form of like written word when it comes to miniatures i get super excited about that and uh i I don't know you can probably tell me better than i can tell myself dave but like a lot of times my excitement uh is like noticed by a lot of people and it definitely is like the type of excitement that people get excited about besides me so it's like contagious um even if they're not good rules or say like a new unit comes out, it's not necessarily good. Like I still get super, super excited about it. I want to know everything about it. And so that's something I definitely do when it comes to new edition esque. I'll say that cause it's not a new edition, but new edition esque type of announcements, even though we know it's been coming for a while, like it's still so exciting. I now have to, to learn how to play the only faction that I've really played the entire time all over again in a different type of light. And I don't get upset about that because as much as I loved the way neutrals played, I'm super excited about 
what I can now do with them. It's still got the same kind of feel, but it's significantly different. And so that that's definitely a way that I know I keep positive about things. Just I like new content, and I don't really care what the content is a lot of the time. And so I try to get people hyped up on that. I know with other games, like new editions of the game came out, and I get a massive amount of people into the hobby when people are actively at stores and stuff. Um, that really helps me, and I think it helps the community as a whole as well. Yeah, and before I jump over to you, Craig, I just want to point out, you know, uh, about, you know, Justin, you're talking about your positivity and your, um, your how excited you can get over um, – over new stuff and, you know, kind of help uh, doing it in such a way that helps other people get excited about it. Um, you know, f- that was kind of how it was for, because uh, Justin was the one that got me into Age of Sigmar, and I had, like, no desire to play Age of Sigmar. The models look cool, um, but I didn't really know, to be totally honest, much about it, because um, I the last I really paid attention to any of that stuff was when fantasy, uh, Warhammer fantasy was a thing. So age of Sigmar, I kind of knew was the updated fantasy and, you know, you got, uh, it was just one day where, uh, you know, I heard about an escalation league and you walked me over and you started like talking about all the different stuff and all the lore and, you know, just the positivity and the excitement, you know, it can be contagious yeah, uh, you know, and that's kind of what got me into it. You know, it, you know, being able to sell someone on something, and not necessarily sell them on it as in because you're you're a salesman and you're trying to make a profit, but just trying to you know radiate that positivity and that excitement. I think uh, will go a long way in helping people not only join but stay in the hobby. Uh, Craig, how about you? Yeah, I'm going to touch on something Justin said, and that was how excited he is to get to relearn his faction. He loved playing his faction, but now it's going to be different, and he gets to learn how to play it all over again. And that is an awesome way to look at it. I know it's going to be easy to look at it. I mean, for me, I've always played Starks a certain way with Howland Reed and whatnot, and, you know, the units might be changing, and if I look at it like, man, this sucks. I can't do what I, what I wanted to do and then I complain about it, people are going to look at it that way as, oh, well, this sucks because you can't do what you want to do. Instead, always make sure that when you're introducing the new version to your play group or whatever, be like, I get to learn a new way to do it. Um, I, you know, I get to try this new play style. Um, it's not stagnant. Or, for example, someone else in your group had a certain way of doing something, and they're like, wow, I can't do this anymore. This sucks. Um, be ready with well, yeah, but now you can do this, and that's cool. So always keeping a positive mindset as far as looking at re- relearning your faction and not, you know, just look at it positively. Don't get down that you have to relearn it. Um, be excited that you essentially get to learn a new game and carry that over to your play group. Cyrus, how about you? Uh, that that point right there actually brings up uh, something that I actually did that I kind of regret. Uh, when the Stark uh, Visions in the Flames came out, 
right after I said, ooh, man, I don't know if the Stark playstyle is going to be for me. And I actually said that on the Facebook post. Now a couple people jumped down my throat thinking that I was, you know, woe is me. Oh, the Starks are getting nerfed. It's like, no, no, that's not what I'm saying. And that's not what I'm saying. I just I don't really like the direction that the Starks are going personally for me, for my play style. But other players might like this new play style. Uh, but, you know, maybe I shouldn't have posted that and added to some of the negativity at the time. But, you know, that that does maybe present a barrier to entry for uh, new players when they see, oh, man, this guy didn't like the the new version of the Stark playstyle. Well, maybe I won't play Starks. And then they won't pick up the Starks versus Lannister starter box, and, well, now they're not playing. So uh, keeping in mind your own messaging uh, and when you put stuff out there, can also lead to players interpreting that, new new players interpreting that in a negative way and maybe not getting into the game. So, yeah, I totally agree that even if something isn't for you, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's bad. Yeah, and uh, that's, you know, I have brought up in uh, – other aspects of my life is that, you know, you were men- mentioning how you made a post uh, and people took it the wrong way. I think it's very important to note that uh, anything in, you know, written form, text, uh, you know, anything like that, there is no emotion uh, and it's hard to convey emotion over uh text, especially, you know, something casual like, you know, Facebook or whatnot. So, uh, you have to really take everything with a grain of salt. You also have to really keep an open mind when people, uh, you know, say stuff on the internet. You know, you, uh, you like you said, you made a post just kind of like saying something, you know, and people took it the wrong way. Uh, and, you know, it just, and that goes both ways. Like you were saying, you should be mindful of what you're posting because uh, there will always be people that are going to take it the wrong way, but as long as you do your best to make sure you're, you know, using the right verbiage, um, you know, you at least do your part to minimize, uh, you know, what could be constru- uh, construed the wrong way, and uh, not being able to convey emotion really can lead. I mean, I've seen it more times than I can count how it can actually lead to arguments, you know, uh, someone posts something, someone takes it the wrong way and comes off really, you know, really bad. And then the other person just, they, you know, they don't even really try to explain very well. And they just, it, then it just comes back and forth, uh, in which that's another thing that's just not very good for anyone really, you know, it's not good for obviously either person arguing, but even those that are looking on to this argument, you know, especially if it happens a lot, um, you know, people start to see it and, you know, lump like whole groups together as far as like, oh, Ice and Fire has such a toxic community because all they see is people kind of bickering. So trying to remain constructive and making sure you kind of get your point across as best you can is I think always going to be the the best way to go about things um, you know that's why I always try to um, 
you know, when I read other people's posts, I try to read it uh, in like a monotone, you know, like no emotion to it. And I try to dissect what they're saying without injecting like, you know, anger into it or like yelling. Now, obviously, if they're like putting in like swear words and stuff and making it obvious, it's a little different. But you know, it's it's one of those things to just keep in mind. Um, and before I forget, I was supposed to do it at the beginning of the show, but we were kind of running last minute, and um, I totally forgot all about it. I'm supposed to announce the winner for the giveaway uh, for Sunday Slaughter. Um, we did a voiceover battle report with me and Brett uh, at the top table at the Depticon, uh tournament. Um, so definitely go check out Sunday Slaughter's YouTube page, and you'll be able to watch that video. But um, the winner was chosen between the um, everyone who commented on there what they're most ex- excited about. And now I am having a hard time finding the winner. <laughs> so just give me a moment here. Um, so yeah, definitely go check out uh, Sunday Slaughter's uh, YouTube page. Or, yeah, and uh, they also have a podcast. Amazingly done, uh, highly recommended. So the winner for that is, I apologize if I mis- mispronounce it, uh, Kyran, uh, K-I-E-R-A-N, Skadden. You are the winner of the giveaway for, I believe it's a Night's Watch um, vet and uh, custom uh, sleeves, card sleeves from Blitz Minis, which you can, uh, I believe, still order from them. Uh, they have, I believe, every faction uh, except for neutrals. Uh, very amazing sleeves. Oh, I highly re- recommend those. I have tons of them uh, for my own collection. Um, so definitely go check those out, and congratulations to the winner of that giveaway. So to kind of jump back on the community building, um, you know, so we've talked a lot about the positivity uh, about this episode, but, you know, kind of building up the community. Um, I know those kind of go hand in hand. Being positive will always build the community. But I think, uh, you know, if you're talking about maybe building your community on a local level, uh, you know, just trying to always, you know, be present Always be, you know, if this game is a game that you really want to invest a lot of time in and you want to see succeed, you really have to invest a lot of time into it. Um, And maybe not a lot of time, like, it doesn't have to be in, uh, you know, in painting or anything like that, but just being available to play. Because I would say in my experience of tabletop games, like, number one thing that kills games is just people not showing up, not playing. Uh, if you can't find a game or if it's just the same person every time, uh, that can kill a game. Um, I mean, there are exceptions to that rule. Um, you know, I know there's a lot of people out there that don't really have uh, like a gaming store anywhere near them, and so they only have one other buddy to play with. That's a little different, but it's just some person from your gaming group and you see a bunch of other people all playing other games, uh, you know, they're eventually going to leave. I would say maybe not 
every single person out there. There's some people that will stay dedicated, but um, you're going to have a lot of people just they want to go to the, uh, a game that has a community that has lots of people to be able to play. So just keeping yourself available for games. Uh, I know not everyone's ready to kind of get out there and play games yet, and I understand that. But for those that are, um, you know, just try to make yourself available. Uh, for example, I when we had our tournament, I think it was last Saturday, uh, we had a new person kind of show up, and, you know, he he was interested in playing, and I added him to, we have a, a messenger group for everyone in all of sh- the Chicagoland area and up in, like, Wisconsin, and we use it as a way to, like, meet up, um, and that way someone won't show up to a shop and no one shows up. That way you can just post on the messenger and be like, hey, I'm going here, and then those that uh, you can get kind of gauge how many people might show up, especially for, like, the tournaments or even just the weekly uh, get-togethers. Um, and it's really nice. And so I added them to that, and I said, look, you know, whenever you're available, you know, even if you're not available on the on the day that we do the weekly or on, you know, the tournaments, and out because he's new, he might not be ready to jump into tournaments yet, you know, whenever I can kind of spare the time, I'll, I'll go to any game shop that he needs me to go to uh, because I know that if I want this game to to keep growing, you know, you've got to have people that are willing to, you know, play and just be there to, um, you know, get games in. Uh, you know, getting games in is, you know, one of the main ways to uh, motivate people to keep playing. You know, some people it's painting, painting up armies, uh, and some people it's just playing the games. Uh, and everyone kind of has their own way, um, or own thing that, uh, you know, gets them excited. Uh, about the game, but I'd say there's a big chunk of them out there that it's actually just getting your games and kind of meeting people and, you know, getting together for a day and getting a bunch of games in. And that's one of the nice things about this game is that, you know, spend a Saturday uh, or even like half of a Saturday, let's say, uh, and get like three good games in and then still like go home and have the rest of your day. Whereas uh, other games, you know, they just naturally take longer, which is fine. Uh, but you could be spending the entire day to get two games in, uh, in a lot of cases. And, you know, so that's just kind of one of the benefits of this game. Um, with that said, uh, uh, Cyrus, I know you might have to be going soon if there's anything else that you kind of wanted to touch on there. Yeah, I got one other point to piggyback off of yours. I had some things that you might uh, try, uh, the listeners could try in their uh, local areas. So specifically in mine, I live in the Kansas City area. We're right on the border between Kansas City and Missouri. And right before the the first shutdown hit, uh, beginning of last year, uh, we had a tournament that I think four people showed up to. And that was a that was a big downer, and that was a really sour note to go into the pandemic with. And uh, through since then, uh, the our community's kind of died down a little bit. And me being relatively new to the game, I've only been playing for you know a, a year at that time, two years now. Uh, I was relying on other people to kind of take point on on gathering the community together and, and establishing tournaments and play days and everything at this point in time it looks like if we're going to fire this community back up i might have to take point on it 
So I'm going to start getting some game days organized and, 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 and set up and trying to work with the local game stores to get tournaments going again. Uh, and this demo that we're doing uh, on the 30th is going to be a good start. I'm going to try to get some people. This is a store-sponsored uh, demo day. But just getting into your local stores and playing games and getting the minis on the table and just having people walk by and see them might spark some interest. But I just had another idea. So we have, you know, uh, naturally our own Facebook group for the Kansas City area for song. It only has like 30, 36 members in it. It's not very big. But uh, we have another page for Kansas City, uh, just a board game enthusiasts uh, page. It has 1,000 members in it. And I'm probably going to – crash that website and start posting uh, some pictures of, you know, song and some games that we're playing. It's like, hey, look at this great miniatures game that we're playing here. And maybe I might catch a couple people on that page saying, oh, yeah, that looks really good. What is that? Uh, so you might consider crashing other versions of social media in your area to see if you can garner some more, more interest if your community is, is needing to get fired back up again. So it's just a couple ideas of uh, maybe uh, getting the community growing. That's a good point. Yeah, trying to use all your resources is definitely, you know, I think the best uh, best way to go about it. Um, just make sure that uh, the you know pages that you're crashing are appropriate. Don't uh, go into like mm -hmm. uh, single mothers, uh, whatever, whatever, and then start to. Uh, <laughs> Simon 
came to uh did the Adepticon, I believe what it was twenty nineteen. Uh you know, I reached out as soon as I could. I was like, I'll help in any way I can. You know, I I showed up uh on Wednesday to help unload uh their truck. I helped them demo uh in be or before and after like every tournament that I could. Uh just I helped out in any way. Um and you know, you can kind of do that on a grander scale by reaching out to those that are, like, running bigger events or, you know, just on your more local level. But I think the most important thing is just showing that you're excited for the game. Remain positive whenever you can. Even when, you know, things are getting as bad or seem like they're getting as bad as they are, you know, with everything just compiling. I know that we've been shown the the new 2021 and it's all right, you know, it's any day now we're going to just have it all and be able to play. But, um, you know, I felt even though that uh, article dropped and we'll be getting everything, I still felt this episode was um, worth doing. Uh, I know a lot of people out there, you know, this article is just what they needed, but uh, I feel like there's still other people out there that this article might not be enough yet. So I'm hoping that maybe for some, this episode uh, will help, you know, uh, encourage people to um, try to, you know, find what it was that made them super excited for the game. Um, and then maybe between this episode and the article, you know, we can all kind of get back to some level of normalcy and uh, just kind of, you know, bring the page or the, the main Facebook group and just other pages on Discord and, you know, other outlets, uh, you know, back to a more positive vibe. And then for those that are still kind of in a rut, um, kind of still feeling a little more, you know, uh, down uh, on a lot of things that are going on, you know, ex, you know, it's okay to express something like that, you know, but I think uh, the way that you do it is important. Um, you know, maybe if you feel like you need to reach out to someone and just kind of express your frustrations, and then, you know, if you're looking for someone to kind of, you know, help raise you up in positivity, you know, just try to find someone out there that's, you know, able to to do that for you and that could be you know some of the community leaders uh, for ice and fire maybe you've never even met them or maybe it could be more local people um but i think positivity is is something that's really going to help game just uh you know grow in the end and just really become you know what we know it can be so with that said uh craig uh, we'll start with you What's your kind of final thoughts uh, about everything we talked about? So at the end of the day, it's a game. It's supposed to be fun. You're doing it to have fun. You're doing it to get away. So do it. Have fun doing it and let people see you have fun doing it. They see you having fun doing it and everyone else wants to have fun too. Then be available to play it when other people ask you to play it. And if if you do that, you have fun, and you're available to play when other people want to have fun, then you're going to enjoy it more. It's going to grow because other people are going to join you, and they're going to enjoy it more. And that, that's that's all it is. It's just a game. Have fun. How about you, Justin? Um, I mean, I basically 
think that I kind of already said it, and I don't know if I can say it better than Craig or you said it, but um, I think we all things are going to be negative if you have a negative mindset about it. Your mindset is really like a big part of your reality. So just the the more optimistically you look at something, the more you're going to enjoy it. Are you really going to enjoy something if you've been pissed off about it for like weeks and weeks and weeks or whatever? Maybe. Probably not as much as if you were just really happy. With that being said, like I know that we all should express the things that we are disconcerted about or or upset about, or even the things that we're happy about. Um, but there's there's just a line between what's constructive and what's not. Um, if everything's just negative, then the game's going to be negative. So, I mean, why do we play a game? Pre- presumably, it's to have fun. So, I mean, have fun, guys. Like, let's let's all enjoy our game and make it the best that we can. I agree, and you know, getting out of that mindset can be kind of hard and you know especially if it's been that way you know your whole life uh so that's why we kind of just need others and we need to just become a community um i think that's the best way to always you know get yourself you know out of you know out of a rut um is by having others help lift lift up uh, like the positivity um so that kind of wraps up everything uh you know, for those that really can't find anyone, you know, I you guys can always message me if uh, you know you want to fr- uh, vent some frustrations and uh, you want to talk about kind of you know some of the stuff going on. Um, I can't say I'll be able to respond right away, but I'm usually pretty free uh, and usually really good about uh, not um, you know missing uh, any messages. I try to do my best to always respond to everyone that messages me, even if it might be a bunch at some time. So if there isn't anyone and, you know, you wanted to talk about something, just uh, message me and I'd be more than glad to kind of, you know, go over some of the stuff. Because I know, like I said, I, I'm i right there with you. Um, some of the stuff has made me really frustrated as well. And um, I just, I try to convince myself that, one day it will, you know, all be uh, fixed, uh, at least for the most part, and, uh, you know, we'll be able to get on playing some good games. Um, you know, and like you said, Justin, you know, it's it's about having fun. Um, you know, and if even if that means playing 1.6 uh, for now, even, you know, let's say you want to play 1.6 until, uh, uh, like, the actual physical cards come out so that, you know, maybe you don't have a printer or a good way to get it, uh, like the cards printed out. Um, you know, one, like I said, if, as long as you're not playing super competitive, there's nothing wrong with 1.6. Um, I mean, in my opinion, 1.7 is better, but uh, or 2021. Apologies, I I've been so used to calling it 1.7 that <laughs> um, that's just kind of like my go-to when I refer to it. But uh, you know. There's nothing really wrong with 1.6. So, uh, yeah, I guess we can kind of end on that note. Um, You know, I thank you all for listening to this uh, episode. I really do hope that it's helped some of you out there that are kind of, that 
have had a lot of the frustrations, and I hope between this episode and the article that uh, you know we can kind of get back on a more positive note. Um, again, congratulations to the winner of the Sunday Slaughter uh, um, Prize. I uh, apologize if I mispronounced your name, um, but I believe Chris will be reaching out to you. And just because I forgot to announce it at the beginning of the episode, like I uh, I had mentioned I would try to do, I'll post on our Facebook page uh, the winner as well, and I'll have Chris uh, reach out, and he might post on his page. Um, but, yeah, with that said, thank you all again. Our next show should be next Tuesday uh, where we might be going over the nukes. Uh, we haven't really decided yet what our next show will be, but, uh, I mean, there's going to be so much content now. I don't even know how we're going to break it all down because uh, this is more content than we've ever had released all at once, um, and we'll have to figure out a way because, you know, we can, I don't even know if we can do a whole faction in one episode without really not, you know, because we like to do more of a deep dive on this show, and I don't know if we're going to really be able to <laughs> do a deep dive in one show on each faction. We might have to do like two episodes per faction if we want to actually deep dive and not make each show take forever. But it's something that we're going to think about, uh, plus an all, also another really awesome announcement um, uh, that we will be sharing next week. Uh, and I also will be doing another giveaway. Um, it may not be as cool of a giveaway as uh, some of the other stuff, and I'm not sure how we're going to give it away yet, but I am buying myself three Greyjoy starter sets, and so the giveaway will actually be uh, one unit of Raiders, the Heroes, the Tactics deck, the Dice, and a hero, uh, the Greyjoy Hero Box 1 uh, to someone. So it may not be a full starter, but you're still getting quite a bit of content there. I figured, you know, I don't need five reaver or six reavers. Uh, I might even not even need five, so uh, I'm going to think about it a little more, and I might throw this, uh, another reaver in there uh, and then do a giveaway, um, and it will at least uh, give you quite a bit to work with. Um, Maybe if your shop didn't get enough Greyjoy starters, or maybe you just can't afford it at the moment, or maybe you're not sure if you want to get into the faction, and something like this would be perfect to kind of get your hands on it and then play it and see if you like it. Uh, but yeah, uh, I will think about that more, and then I'll reveal how we're going to give that away. I also don't want to um, do the giveaway yet until I have the product in my hand, which I believe will be this Friday. Um, yeah, with that said, thank you all again. Thank you, Justin and Craig. And then if uh, you're listening to this episode again, thank you, uh, Cyrus, for coming on. Uh, I appreciate all of your guys' input. Um, with that said, this is the Small Council Radio, and it is dismissed. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.